Welcome to Building Safe Workplaces, a podcast where experts dedicated to workplace health and safety review relevant industry topics. This podcast is brought to you by the Health and Safety Council. Well, welcome everybody to this uh, latest edition of our podcast, Building Safe Workplaces. I'm Dr. Tommy Heisler, the Chief Medical Officer here at the Health and Safety Council. Happy to be joined by Kevin Ben with Exxon. Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Kevin Ben. I'm a, currently a contract administrator for ExxonMobil here in Baytown, and I've been there 22 years and have enjoyed different various roles that have contributed to my career, so I'm thankful for that. This is my first time with the HSEA Awards, and uh, it's been a good experience. I, I, they assigned me as a team leader, and I've learned a lot good. through the experience. Excellent. Tell us a fun fact about yourself, Kevin. So... Yeah, I guess uh, with, in the realm of safety, I just find it very interesting to uh, watch different engineering disasters, and in particular, like air crash investigations, which has been on Netflix, been on yeah. YouTube. One is called Mayday. But uh, just the uh, to the extent that the investigation goes to uncover causes of issues with aircraft and other things, but in, with air crash investigations, it's, it's quite a learning Quite a learning is very interesting. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, today our topic for this podcast is is talking about the best practices um, in safety as it relates to our awards process, right? And and you said this is your first year to participate, which is amazing. It's great. That's what that's what we want to convey to our audience is 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 to try to grab those people that have never participated and don't know what this process is about, and maybe have heard about it, right? I heard there's this banquet. I I know this there's this uh, awards process, but. I don't know what to do. I don't know what my safety record is supposed to look like. I don't know how to get involved. So uh, we, we're so glad you're here with us and kind of can sh- shed some light on on the best practices and, and a little bit about the process of this awards process from the eyes of somebody who's brand new. Brand new. Right? Well, and, I'd be happy uh, to do and, so. Right. And didn't even know what, uh, what to expect before taking the leap to, to be a participant in this process. So First of all, we thank you for, for agreeing to participate as a team leader um, in the safety awards process. So, so you know, we're going to try to focus the talk today on the best practices, right? So what makes the winning companies best of the best, right? What, what did they show your team of auditors um, that set them apart from maybe some of the other companies. And of course, we're not going to get into specifics, you know, in, in those types of things. But overall, you know, what did you take out of, out of this process on your first time to say, whoa, that, you know what, this, this really rose above uh, the, 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 rose at the top, rose above all the other companies um, in regards to best uh, practices. So what are some of the things you saw that you really liked? In general, I noticed that the companies that, that we audited, uh, they know their work so well, along with the personnel that they employ, the tasks that they do. They know them well enough to where the hazards that they're exposed to, they are innovative. They come up with great ideas on how can we do this, because some of these folks are the guys doing the work. They're actually touching the equipment or the tools, or they're in the hole or on the uh, platform. They know the work so well. They know what works best for keeping people safe, whether it's ele- working at elevated heights or um, 
exposure to vapors or whatever it may be because of the different companies and their what their business is uh, but they know the best so just their innovation their approach to the problems that they have they come up with some great ideas on this is a better way to do this mm-hmm. you know and, and we talked about in our, our previous podcast you know it's it's it you always have to be improving right i mean you can't just be stagnant with your processes and because things change right who would have known that three years ago we would have had this invisible hazard called called covid right and you had to totally change up your entire process to to figure out how to mitigate that uh that hazard right and we're still trying to figure it out right Mm -hmm. we're still we we put barriers up we washed hands we socially distance and and you know some of that worked some of it we found out didn't work so so to your point i i think it it sounds like you know part of a, a best practice is being innovative like you said learning adapting you know what okay we we know we know how to deal with with this issue right but now how do we go to that next step and make it innovative where it's something new that we've never thought of before uh to to be a part of that best practice so were there any uh and i hate to i hate to say you know be specific without being specific but were there any you know general things that people came up with that you saw hey man i've never seen this before this is pretty cool yeah there was uh well there was a few but one in particular i remember um surprised me is one i'd never heard of which uh you know, at ExxonMobil, there's so many that we're exposed to different uh, safety environments and, and tasks and things to remember, things that trigger your memory. One that I saw one is in general is called 202020, and there was a, a sign up there. And, and uh, basically it was just saying every 20 minutes, take 20 seconds to look 20 feet around you for changing conditions. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, that's easy to remember. And I've never heard of it before. Yeah. And I've found that that was that's easy to remember, taken home with me, to pass along to others. Yeah. And of course, other companies may have their ideas of hazard recognition in the workplace, but that's just so easy to remember, and uh, it just clicks. Right. Right. Very catchy. That's a good example. Catchy, catchy. and easy, right? Sometimes just to stop, look around you, and see what the hazards are, or see what the what is what has changed in my and environment. it's important to be catchy because if you're doing the task, if you're doing the work, sometimes you're tunnel vision. You're right. thinking, I got to get this done. Right. And it just helps. Twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, that's great. You know, as you went through this process for the first uh, for the first time, you know, I've heard that it is sometimes obvious to a team leader or their audit team to identify those companies that use their mentors in this process and those that kind of went into it blindly. So, did you see um, uh, a distinguishing factor in those companies that utilized their resources versus those that maybe did not? I did see a lot of that mainly because this is my first time and we, we had a mentor assigned and I don't believe the companies utilized her as much as they needed to. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's hard for me to compare in previous years that right. I've never done before. Right. But uh, be, I think all four companies, even though one was brand new to the, this process, the others I don't think they used her quite as much mm-hmm. as they should have. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, from what from what I've heard, you know, from from people that have done this for years. Right. And that 
use those mentors, mm-hmm. right? Those are the people that know what they're doing, right? They've, they've gone through this process. They've won the awards. They can really take you as a, as a company and guide you to, to how to, uh, to improve on, on, on what you currently have are, are, are mainly, uh, are, are even, I should say, just to showcase what you have, right? Maybe you don't realize that what you've got is a best practice, hey, that's right. right? But but it's it's utilizing somebody with a fresh set of eyes to say, you know what, this is great. Take this, showcase this to your audit team because this this sets you apart and you don't even realize it. Well worth it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's 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 what I've gathered throughout having these conversations. Yeah, that's what with I have with guys. my first experiences. Yeah. She had she's a wealth of information. It would have been great to, to tap into her a little bit more yeah, on that absolutely. experience. So, so we've got our banquet coming up May 20th that you're going to be there. And on stage as a, as a team leader, I think I just surprised you with that information. But <laughs> you will be there giving out the awards sure. for your uh, the winners of your category. So we appreciate you you volunteering your time for that as well. And then as, as part of the, the second uh, follow-up after the banquet, right, we, then we have our best practices seminar. So, uh, you know, for our listeners who may not know what that is, you know, that's where we bring all of those best-in-class winners into the auditorium. And then anybody who wants to come in and watch is welcome to come and sit in the auditorium where now those, those best practice winners convey their best practices, right? Now we're going to talk to the audience about what made them best of the best, right? Because, uh, you know, safety isn't a secret. We shouldn't hold that to our vest, right? We should share that. So, um, you know, t- talk to us about the importance of sharing your best practices to, to every company that you can. Absolutely. So I'm thankful that the companies that we audited, and I know others on the SHIP channel, uh, value people. And that's really what it comes down to is we want to keep people safe. And the utilization of new technology these days is huge because that is, is something that is very accessible. I'm thinking of like a, a phone or some, uh, some kind of an iPad or something that someone can use for different record keeping or whatever that may be. Uh, but that's uh, helpful and with so many changes these days, having technology be able to you know, you leverage that talent technology to, to help people to keep them safe is uh, well worth it because things change so much these days. It's not like it was 30 years ago. Right, you right. Know? But uh, so some of the other best practices we've seen is just has been just that. It was obvious to us the company valued those people, their people, and and they're not afraid to, to put a little bit of money where their mouth is spend some money to ensure their safety. Right. Well, even, you know, it's, it's great that you in particular are here as a contract administrator, right? I mean, you, I would assume, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. You're right. You're looking at these applications and these, and these, um, and these uh, bids for, for these contractors to come into your site. And, you know, we, 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 we know that from talking to other people, other owner sites, right? It, 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 you you're able to take the best of the best you know winners from this from this awards process and 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 look to potentially having them come and work in your your sites right sure. i mean sure. who who wouldn't want the best of the best and the and the safest company out there to to work inside your gates right yes and those best best practices can also be shared i know we mm-hmm. talked about that yeah. before too and we've talked about that but uh just that they can be shared across the the industry and that's 
so helpful for even new companies coming in um, or even old ones that have been out there for a while. But right. just to share some of the things that some companies have found to be very effective and make it available to others. Right. You know, and people joke all the time and, you know, kind of, you know, half serious, half not serious, right, about this is the place to steal people's best practices, right? It, this is this is not a secret, right? This is why we go through this process, then we announce a winner, then we go through a best practices seminar where those winners can then talk and share why they why they um, uh, won. So I, you know, I've, I keep hearing from an, from the owner side to your point, share share right? right it makes right. us all safe we're all in this together nothing's proprietary share your best practices share what is saving lives in your company right like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you and our generous sponsors thank you for your support now back to the show Welcome back to our podcast, Building Safe Workplaces. We're here with Kevin Ben today with ExxonMobil. Kevin is a team leader for our awards process this year. What category were you a team leader in? I had the hard crafts, hard small crafts. category. Okay, very nice, very nice. Well, we were very excited to have you. You know, I, I know we've uh, in the past had some great representation from ExxonMobil. Uh, Sarah Mondier has been a vital part of our process for years. Uh, we miss seeing her around. Hopefully yeah. she'll be there at the banquet. <laughs> She uh, will be. Good. Excellent. She always looks amazing, and, and we hope to see her. Diana Gonzalez has been a huge part uh, for the past several years as well. So hopefully we'll get to see the whole team out there, but we are Perhaps. so glad that you are with us and that you volunteered your time to be a team leader. And, and on that point, just maybe talk a little bit about what it means to be a team leader. What did, what did you have to do? I mean, this was your first time, right? You didn't know what to expect. So right. w- what, what was it all about? Yeah, I was a little bit nervous when we started, but uh, HASC provided very thorough training and enough training for me to feel comfortable good because i knew I'd, as a team lead i'd have a team of auditors uh just to schedule and to organize get in touch with the company that we'd be visiting just to set up times any needs that we had uh, any expectations that we could we could help with um but it was a great experience I, i'm thankful for it and the, the auditors, I could talk more about the auditors. We mm-hmm. just had a good team. Yes. Yeah. The ones they chose for yeah, us. Yeah, well, let's good. talk about that. I mean, what, what, what was the, how was the experience of those auditors beneficial in the process? I assume some have been doing this for many, many years, right? So how was their experience beneficial? Yes. Yeah, so we did have a couple that had, had experience, but we did have two or three that were fairly new. So the direction that, that uh, I gave them early on was, uh, just as we started, it's okay that you don't haven't done this before. I'm new too, but consider that how you audit one company, you just you're just consistent. Right. We wanted to be consistent with each of the companies mm-hmm. so that the measurements the same. Right. And um, I think they felt comfortable and and we collaborated really well. It was I hope to have the same team actually Good. next year, well, and I believe they volumes. feel the same way. Yeah, that yeah. speaks, they, speaks volumes. And their backgrounds and experience came into play yeah. as well. So. Uh, if anybody out there is considering to be an auditor, that's awesome. It's a great learning experience, and you contribute a lot, as well as a team lead. Yeah. It well, was a it, very good learning experience for me, and, and I'm thankful for it. And like with any team, it's good to have 
old blood and new blood, right? You don't want it to get stale, sure. right? You want to bring a new perspective in and, and, and have new eyes on a process. And, and, uh, so I, I assume it would be good to have that mix of, Hey, we, this is the group that knows, knows the ins and outs of this process. We've been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years. This is our, these are our new faces and they're bringing in a new perspective. So when you put that mesh together, yeah, I'm sure it was a great team to work we with. We did. We had a good team. That's, I'm, that I'm thankful awesome. for them. That is awesome. You know, and, and, and for those people that are, are thinking about participating in this process, what was the time commitment w- between you as a team leader, your auditors? Was it hours, days, months, years? How, how long did yeah, you have to commit? Thankfully not too long. But, uh, yeah, so just uh, an hour or so at work just to get ready to make contact with the companies to make sure they know how many we have coming, uh, what we chose the day, and I'd just let them know about uh, how long we would take for each of the audits. Normally, one day is plenty of time mm-hmm. to audit one of the small companies that we did. But um, just communicating to them uh, what, so, you know, contact information, yeah. phone numbers in case we were having trouble finding the place. Sure. Uh, they would tell us, come to the door, second door on the left, or take the elevator or whatever. But anyway, all those details are worked out. I pass that on to the auditors, and, um, and everyone you know, shows up in that morning and ready to go. It was neat because I didn't know any of them when I started. And by the fourth audit, we were, we were working well together. Yeah. It was a a machine, I'm sure. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Speaking of companies, how many companies did you, did you have to audit this year? So this year we had four companies, uh, which I believe is about as much as you'd want to do in an audit season. All four made finalists Mm -hmm. through the initial screening process. So uh, they did well. So we audited four. Um, so that was four days out of the month and roughly uh, six hours each of those days. We just scheduled them on, you know, succeeding weeks. So we had gotcha. one audit a week. Okay. So that's great. Time commitment wasn't too, too much at all. Yeah. Well worth it. Well, I know um, Mr. Willie Wells, who's the executive director of HBR, really tried to come this year with some some new ideas and innovative ideas. You know, we tried to... Uh, from what I understand, you know, HBR tried to really walk the line of around COVID and, and, you know, how do we, how do we bring this, this process back? Because it's, it, it is so needed in our industry, uh, but also managing the, the, the COVID aspect of it. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think there was, a. Um, some options to do things virtually and, and, and not meet as a team. To my knowledge, I think every audit team decided to meet in person, right? I mean, I think that was their decision, and, and they opted to, um, to meet together and, and have a face-to-face, which is great. It speaks volumes, um, and, and I think that's wonderful. I think this year also there was a, a virtual component between the site and the audit team. Can maybe you talk a little bit about what that looked like? There was, and, and, and that, that was amazing. Uh, we prefer to do in in person that's what I prefer to do with all our, all of ours and I was glad we were, were able to do that but HASC did make it available that we could meet uh, virtually if we had to mm-hmm. and had the technology and infrastructure in by Carrie and yep. others to make sure that was possible so if we did an interview and the person was say at the plant and we didn't go to the plant mm-hmm. they could use their phone FaceTime or uh, any other a platform we could use to do an interview where you could see them and talk to them. Right. Uh, we did them face to face, but it's nice in the area of COVID that HASC made that possible that we right. could still do a good audit, be consistent with all the companies, and still observe 
precautions around COVID. Right. Well, it sounds to me like I think all the audits are done at this point, which is yes, great sir. news. So uh, it sounds like it was a successful run and, and a process this year. I think it was uh, I was in some some of those planning meetings and, you know, it was it was kind of scary, you know, at the planning level. Mm-hmm. OK, how do we do this hybrid? How do we do this virtually? How do we how do we go about doing an audit or a site inspection, a site audit? If the if the site won't let you in the doors, right? Right, right. So it sounds like you know you to your credit, you 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 as a team leader, your auditors, and to all the team leaders and auditors of the of the different categories, you guys rocked it out this year. And and, and really I, I might add too that uh, the documentation that was available mm-hmm. to us for the audit was coordinated to where it was available in electronic folders that we could go look at. Now some of the companies did have binders that we could look at hard copies, but uh, it wasn't necessary. They had a lot of had a lot of it uploaded, so That's the auditors great. could just pull it up on their computer. That's amazing. So, I guess we we maybe kind of minimize those big thick binders, which you probably never saw, right? With I've only heard about them. <laughs> yeah, huge binders that everybody had to go through. Hey, and those may be coming back next year, right? We don't know. Sure. But at least for this year, uh, it was a new process and new team players, which which is uh, amazing. Uh, glad you got to uh, participate. Well, I would highly recommend if anyone has a chance, yeah, to be a team lead. Or participate as an auditor yeah. just to get involved in the process because it certainly does where the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. keeps people safe in our industry absolutely i i think that is a uh, a great um uh key phrase to 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 really hone in on is right is participate because what you do at, at the at the site level determines the the safety of of everyone around you right. so um you know with that i think i'm going to close this out uh, kevin it was, it was a pleasure having you here with us we hope you come back all right we hope you Thank come you. back next year and, and volunteer to be a team leader I hope so yeah absolutely we will see you uh you and everybody listening on may 20th at our awards uh, banquet we look forward to seeing everybody and uh stay safe out there Thanks for listening to Building Safe Workplaces. Be sure to tune in next time for another exciting episode. Till then, stay safe and stay healthy. Well, you've talked about the value of participation, and this year for the first time we actually had student auditors or student evaluators with with every team. So talk to us about that. Yeah, that was a good experience. Uh, Again, he was the first, uh, he was new. I didn't know him from before, but uh, we had a student from U of H, and he came. He was uh, mainly kept track of a lot of our final scores that we did. He commented on each of the boxes, each of the elements that the auditors audited, and made notes. And he helped me with uh, with organizing and, and getting those papers together. But it was very helpful to him. He has the education. In fact, he was well-educated, just didn't have any field experience. So he took advantage of this opportunity to be exposed to, of course, the companies and, and their work and a lot of their their safety procedures and what we what we looked at, but also the other auditors as well. It was good to him for him to get exposed to them uh, just to see what the industry is like more like in the field so that was great experience for him and we were we were glad that he
he was able to contribute. Well, yeah, that's amazing. I got to see the list of all of those students and, and what colleges they are attending. And there was University of Houston, San Jacinto College, College of the Mainland. Uh, so I know that HBR really really did a great effort in, in reaching out to those local universities and colleges and, and pulling some, some students that either are going down the road of this profession, safety and health, or maybe thinking about it, right? And for those, you know, those students uh, listening on our podcast, you know, uh, feel free to pick up the phone and call us Absolutely. and participate. We would love to have you as part of uh, of our safety excellence awards process come out you'll get to see these these sites you know that you get to you know you drive down the freeway and you see all these smokestacks right well let, come be a part of that let us mm-hmm. show you what that looks like let, meet the people who operate those smokestacks and and keep everybody inside of those gates uh safe so we we highly encourage uh students to to volunteer their time and be a part of of this process because I, as you can tell from kevin it was it was worth everybody's while to have these students out there part of the team yep with various education levels too the, the one we had had his master's in industrial hygiene but it doesn't matter any of the students would be welcome and i know would be a contributor wonderful